Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. All right. Test, test, test. All right, I'm recording over here. I'm going to record the call as well. I've been recording because <laughs> I don't. I should probably just start doing that. I should. Yeah. I'm. A, I don't know. I have this weird thing about like not like people not knowing that we're, like we're recording. So like I always feel like I have to announce we're recording now. Mm. The only people I don't have that with is John Nian because I want to catch them saying racist stuff. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I'm always worried about losing gold, so I... <laughs> yeah, I know. I do I, I do lose a lot because of that. I know I do. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> all right, fine, Mike. For now on, I will just hit record, and we'll just go. All right? I don't want you to accidentally catch me saying racist stuff. Please don't. <laughs> I'd prefer you to I will not edit record you, you're, me. Listen, you're a father. You have to be respectable. I would never let racist stuff come out of your mouth and hit the internet. John and Ian... John's a father, too, but he's barely a father, so... I don't care about them. They can. If people knew how I felt about the <laughs> with their fucking wood shoes and their windmills, if yeah. that got out, it would ruin me. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people have those same sentiments. And their paint, ugh. <laughs> and their ovens. All right, now you're just being silly. <laughs> you're just being ridiculous. What? Like, have you ever been ovened? Of course I have. <laughs> it's not fun. No. And they, and they invented it because yeah. they didn't want the world to suffer. Yes. <laughs> have you ever accidentally ovened yourself? I'll, I mean, all the time, but I yeah. kind of enjoy that, though. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's mine, wrong Mine with are you? beautiful. Mine are like roses. Ugh. I find that hard to believe. <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, so we're here with another uh, Real Truth episode. It's me, Alex, and I'm here with Mike. And You're probably going to start it right at that point and not even include any of the Dutch oven gold. What do you mean? I just hit record right now. I Oh, God, I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. All right. Um, so... Dutch ovens aside, we are here today to talk about something that I learned about very recently. Um, it is called Organism 46B. Mike, have you heard of Organism 46B? 
No, I have not. Do you want to take a guess as to what organism 46B is? Um, is it... Uh, is it alien in nature? Is it something that uh, uh, some, people... Some people believe it are could suspe- be. Oh, okay. It's uh, some sort of newfound life form that um, people are not sure... Uh, but then why that's kind of a weird <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's a, a, a life form that people think might be extraterrestrial. Am I right? Uh I mean, you know, some people think it could be extraterrestrial. Um Okay. So um I'll give the, the, the quick rundown and then we will talk about like where the like the, what the meat I guess of it is, and hopefully I don't miss a detail because um it's very fun. Uh, <laughs> it's soy. The meat of it. It's soy. Uh, no, it is not soy. Although I don't. Well, soy comes from beans, right? So no, it's not. It is not soy. Okay. Um, organism forty-six B is believed to be a twelve tentacled octopus living underneath the Antarctic ice sheet. Get the fuck out of yes, here! Yes. Um, Ugh. <laughs> uh, it is also shape shifting, and it does not like people. So it's the thing. Uh, basically, yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty much. Uh, it is. It is a. They believed to be a relative of the glass octopus, which looks very similar to like a jellyfish, but like with tentacles. Okay. Um. So the way this thing was discovered was, um, I believe it was like 2012. A group of Russian scientists went to Antarctica to drill down into the glacier and try to hit, you know, land or water or whatever below beneath the surface. And they found okay. an underwater lake called Lake Vostok. Um and what is believed to have happened is they so they built a, a an elevator that allows them to go down one by one. Mm-hmm. It's like a 2 mile long elevator or something like that. Yeah, I saw um I saw that Predator movie. <laughs> I know how that works. <laughs> the one where the Predator goes in. Yeah. I think that's Predators. Yeah. 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 So so they go down one by one. I think it's like a group of like four or five of them. And immediately, I guess, they start feeling like they're being stalked. And, okay. And um, so they're like exploring, and eventually they have a confrontation with this octopus. And the octopus starts approaching them. And shoots, I guess, its venom out and catches one of the scientists in, in like, the venom and, like, uh, paralyzes him and basically attacks him and rips him apart. So the other scientists, they, like, run away or whatever. They get away from the octopus and they kind of lose it for a second. And then a short while after that, they see that scientist floating towards them in the water again. And they're like, what's going on? And by the time it gets close, uh, it, it gets close enough to them to where they can like see it. And then it like shifts back into the octopus. And by then it's too late. And I guess it captures another one of the scientists. And so, and so they retreat up the, 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 the elevator and they regroup. And they decide 
that they're going to go back down and try to capture this octopus. And they're going to use, in quotes, the most agile of the scientists as bait. (laughs) (laughs) Because they have the best chance (laughs) of escaping the octopus's grasp since they're the most athletic and it's it happens to be that not that i would be in the running for the most agile scientist but that's where i start pretending that i have uh, a limp yeah. <laughs> and i'm like oh no i twisted my ankle this morning i know usually i'm the most agile of all of us but yeah no i twisted my ankle and i twisted my knee getting out of bed and uh yeah i you know <laughs> yeah i i Think you're the most agile one today, Alex. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 so funny. Just like, oh, you're the most agile. Like, just it's it's like anime language, right? It's like anime dialogue. Well, you're the most agile. You should face the octopus. Like, <laughs> or like they're playing Dungeons and Dragons and they can just check on their character <laughs> yeah. sheets. Like, yeah, no, you have a fifteen in agility. <laughs> yeah, but remember, I. <laughs> have a heel spur <laughs> so like right now i have negative two yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh to my agility yeah you get some kind of like uh some kind of ingredient or something that like boosts your agility <laughs> you yeah. get like some kind of tree root your ag- agility is like plus 10 percent or something <laughs> yeah. well you have the uh, you have the elven quick boots <laughs> so <laughs> so all right so yeah so they they decide this female scientist who is the most agile who um all right this is where the story is becoming a little bit implausible <laughs> female scientist i believe they're called scientist secretaries <laughs> scientress i guess scientress <laughs> oh <laughs> women can be agile too okay so this very agile scientress goes down and they use her as the bait for the octopus and uh-huh. uh, apparently, because she's the final girl in this horror movie, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's making it to the end. <laughs> well, apparently, apparently, the agility paid off because they were able to trap. Of course, they it were did. able to trap the octopus. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> she's the final girl. <laughs> she's the Michelle Rodriguez of this situation. <laughs> No, Michelle Mott Rodriguez can't carry a, 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 a horror movie like this. It's, uh, she's the Jane Levy <laughs> of this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I'm sorry, but Hollywood is still pretty racist. And <laughs> I was thinking more so just... It has to be a white girl. I was girl. thinking more sorry. so just because Michelle has like the gun, gun skill. You know what I mean? Like She's got the like fighting skill. No, she's going to get a really cool death scene, <laughs> but uh, she doesn't make it to the end. All right, okay. Yeah, All sorry. right, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they so they capture this this octopus, uh, this 12-tentacled shape-shifting octopus, and they bring it back to the surface, and they're thinking they're going to start... Oh, and by the way, I forgot one, um, I forgot one detail. In the struggle with that, Vin Diesel's in this movie too. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's Ice Cube. It's the one. <laughs> it's the oh. one in between. But uh, <laughs> okay. But in this struggle with this agile um, scientist, uh, one of the tentacles gets cut off and uh-huh. continues to attack. <laughs> uh-huh. So you yeah. can sever its tentacles, and its tentacles stay sentient 
separate of the octopus and continue to attack you. Now, what do you think about Sam Raimi directing? <laughs> <laughs> like, I like this pitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I think he's he's a good choice. Um, he has a very good, uh, I mean, obviously, he has his horror history. So this, I mean, it's like right in his wheelhouse, you know? Yeah. Maybe we can do some sort of post-credit scene where we find like a frozen Kurt Russell and Keith David, and then we can find out that this has been a sequel to The Thing the whole time. <laughs> or maybe a prequel. Who knows? This could be this could be The Thing's Prometheus. Um, I think the sequel to The Thing was already a prequel. To oh, was it? Well, this could be the prequel to the prequel. Like, we could do the series moving backwards, right? Like, the whole time. Ooh, like an Inception Yeah, thing. but, like, every single, um, every single, like, sequel is actually, like, before the last movie. Yeah. Like, we'll do, like, 12 movies, and each one is just, like, earlier in time. Mm-hmm. I like it. <laughs> Because then people will go like, oh, that's why there were no cell phones. Yeah, 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 see? Because this is actually taking place in the 60s. Yeah, and, yeah. and okay. like, buying props for that series would be so easy because, it, like, the props would just keep getting cheaper because nobody uses them anymore. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, Tentacle is alive and they smuggled this thing to the surface. Yeah, so they smuggled this thing to the surface, and um, the scientists are now thinking that they can start studying this octopus and learning important information and, you know, whatever. And apparently the Russian government swoops in and says, no, 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 and they take the octopus away. Because now apparently uh, Vladimir Putin has this octopus in a top-secret Russian laboratory, and they're studying its venom so that they can weaponize it and use it in war. Because the, uh, the venom apparently can um, paralyze you from 150 feet underwater. Huh. Okay. <laughs> Unless it's cooked just right, then it's like puffer fish and delicious. Yeah, I, I mean, it probably has like one little part of its skin that gives you like a crazy trip, right? Yeah. Like that was a Simpsons episode too, wasn't it? Like they were trying to get some fish. Uh, I don't know. I was never a huge Simpsons fan. Yeah. I mean, I, I like Simpsons, but I, I'm not one of those, like, I didn't have, like, an era where I had to watch it every <laughs> week. Or I loved The Simpsons. It's just my brain is terrible, and it doesn't remember anything. So, like, I don't, I remember very little from, like, anything that I've watched, basically. I feel like, uh, number one, I'm not sure I'm buying any of this. <laughs> Number well, you're, two, you're not, you don't think this uh, twelve tentacled shape shifting killer octopus is real? I and I will buy into almost anything that sounds crazy. Like I seriously believed that the calamari rings that you <laughs> can get in stores. Did you do you know this? Oh, of myth? course I know this. <laughs> yeah, that they're actually pig anuses, yeah. <laughs> and um, that turns out to be false. <laughs> <laughs> but I believed yeah, it I mean, everybody knows and repeated it. Everybody knows they're goat for a anuses. long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I yeah I shared that as fact <laughs> for the longest time. 
And I still ate them, I would, too. <laughs> and, um, I, would, I ate them even more. I was like, oh, pig anuses? Yeah. Well, of course you did. <laughs> I mean, but uh, pigs apparently are like genetically very close to us. Yeah. Like the, people have done like organ transplants with pig parts. Okay. So, I mean, eating a pig anus would be like just like eating some regular butt, you know? Okay. I believe you. <laughs> okay, so this is the story. This is the story that is on the internet that everyone believes. Um, I heard about it on uh, my other podcast with my podcast partners there uh, because I mentioned that I was watching a lot of o- octopus movies on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ian was like, oh, did you hear about the uh, shape-shifting killer octopus? (laughs) (laughs) Can you do an Ian imitation when you say that, though? Okay, here we go. (laughs) Did you hear about the shape-shifting killer octopus? (laughs) Uh... The funny thing is, like, I've been making clips lately of uh, our show and also that show, and going back to Uh listen to our, like, old episodes to get clips for that show it's like Mm -hmm. i'm now realizing just how much ian actually snores into the microphone (laughs) like (laughs) literally snores into the microphone (laughs) i uh realize that i have uh very bad mic control and have it too close to my face because a lot of times it just sounds like i'm Breathing heavy <laughs> into. <laughs> tell me, tell me more about these pig anuses. So, uh, so, you, so you like to eat ass, Alex? Oh, tell me about it. I mean, like literally. I mean, I eat calamari. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. So. In my uh, digging into this a little further. Uh, I found a thing on the very reputable site, um, imgur.com, um, mm-hmm. of someone debunking this whole story. Surprise, surprised as you may be. <clears throat> oh, <laughs> I am astonished. <laughs> so where the story gained traction was on a site uh i th- believe it's uh oh here it is express.co.uk it's apparently a british tabloid and yeah. yeah and so they report this story the headline is is 14 legged killer squid found 2 miles beneath antarctica being weaponized by putin um and the the I guess the 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 centerpiece of this whole thing is this one of the scientists he was like the lead scientist on on the dig, uh, allegedly, uh, his name is Doctor Anton Anton Padalka, and okay when you Google Doctor Anton Padalka, the only thing that comes up is this story, like nothing mm-hmm. else on this guy comes up. Right. <laughs> like, like this is the only thing he's done in his entire career. <laughs> yeah. Like, top Russian scientist, only accomplishment, 14-leg killer squid. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, number one, that's fishy. No pun intended. Yeah. Um, 
so this guy, he looks at this article by the Express and he digs into it a little bit and there's like one source. It's like sourced from one article and it's sourced from a website called Before It's News. <laughs> <laughs> so listen like take that name in mike before it's news and take a guess on what kind of website this is <laughs> well i i'm looking at uh what the daily express is in the uk and it's even better than the national <laughs> inquirer in the u.s because it is a daily paper <laughs> along with the sunday express <laughs> or no the sunday express may just be in montreal but um yeah, it's um Oh my, yeah, it is it's it's the National Enquirer. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean essentially. This, yeah. yeah. Uh like, go just pick a random headline, read it. <laughs> um well, uh Robert Wagner's uh I can't see cuz it's too small. Uh Robert Wagner blamed for wife Natalie Wood's death after 30 years. <laughs> um Chance to win one hundred thousand pounds with this newspaper. Germans declare war on our pound. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we, we got a taste yeah. of what this website is, and the only source they used for this article was from a website called Before It's News. So you can just take a guess <laughs> on what kind of site that is. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. The source that before its news used is the interesting one. Um, they used literally a fictional short story about a 14 tentacled killer octopus beneath the ice sheet of Antarctica as their source for their story. <laughs> <laughs> like and actually it wasn't a short story what it was so there's this guy his name is uh c michael forsyth he actually runs like an onion style website but okay. for like cryptid kind of stuff <laughs> oh well now i'm on board for so this. he posted this like satirical article about a 14 leg killer octopus and it got picked up by this before its news site. And then it got picked up by express.co.uk. And then it turned into like an internet, like, oh my God, Russians have a killer octopus. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I wonder if in other countries people, you know, cite the onion as like <laughs> news sources. I did find a uh, Daily Express headline generator. Um, <laughs> Is filth on television devaluing your house? Has political correctness made the conservative party impotent? <laughs> Will feral children steal from British justice? <laughs> Will Facebook kill the middle class? I mean, that one. Could that the loony left scrounge off the British people? <laughs> Will feminism rip off common sense and decency? <laughs> Could teenage sex give British justice cancer? Yes, teenage. Uh, te um, what will give the British cancer is if they continue to have sex with teenagers over there. That's what could be their downfall. <laughs> are the Germans molesting your daughters? Yes, they are. <laughs> will the metric system kill your pets? 
Well, I mean, that one is valid because if you don't know you're using the metric system, you could either under or overfeed your your pets. And oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh. Um, if you're interested in some of the other works by uh, um, this uh, Tom uh, Michael C. Michael Forsyth, he's written books such as um, Hour of the Beast. Um. Okay. The Adventures of the Spook House, The Identity Thief, Alfie the Albino Polar Bear. <laughs> uh, oh, here Houdini versus Rasputin. There's like a the alien versus predator situation right there. Yeah, uh, the Blood of Titans and Bizarre News. Mm-hmm. So yes, um, as is usually the case these kind of like insane kind of like you know stories and and animals and cryptids or whatever turned out to just be like some form of fiction that was picked up for some reason by what appeared to be legit news uh media and just spun out of control so I was so right at the beginning it when I was making jokes about it being a sequel to the thing. <laughs> it is just a highly derivative. <laughs> it could be in the same universe actually, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's like a the Roger Corman version of the thing. It's like, well, let's show the creature and have it be a 14 uh tentacled calamari <laughs> and uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. That calamari has to be like the size of an onion ring, though, right? Because like fourteen tentacles, and that thing it mm-hmm. I, it seems like it was a pretty big octopus, from what I could tell from you know the research that I've been doing. Yeah. <laughs> I would imagine that it would be like I don't know. I mean, we're not gonna have video, but you can see it. And you're all that matters to me, Mike. Like that bag. <laughs> I um. If this was Japanese, though, uh, that agile scientist is getting fucked by those <laughs> tentacles first. Well, of course, if it's anime. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, you were close, though. You said extraterrestrial, and technically, um, a lot of people believe that octopi came from another planet. So, yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah, they believe that they crashed here on a comet or something. Well... You know, after the rough morning I've had, uh, this was certainly um, of a different variety. Uh, I feel dumber <laughs> having had That's this That's my goal with this series. I want everyone to lose intelligence points by listening to this. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> First, I'm losing agility <laughs> points. Now I'm losing intelligence points. <laughs> this, is, this is my plan for world domination, is to not... Oh. My plan is to not myself become better but to make everyone else worse and my stupid character put that cursed wisdom tooth in his (laughs) mouth and now he has like negative wisdom (laughs) points (laughs) all i have going for me now is strength and dexterity well i mean i think also like you no strength and charisma (laughs) dexterity would be yeah i was gonna say like you you lost wisdom points but you probably i mean you probably gained a couple like uh like ability points oh yeah yeah (laughs) fucking better (laughs) all right well that is uh that is organism 46b 
Okay. So um, look forward to more of that in the future with with this series. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) You seem... Next time, could I just be (laughs) Dicky? Because I feel like your quest with this series is to dumb me down to Dicky level. (laughs) Hey, do, do what feels right, you know? Do do what's in your heart. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you for this. This was time spent. <laughs> uh, I'm 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 glad I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put words in my mouth. <laughs> I'm glad this was the best podcast you've ever been on. And don't edit anything at the beginning to make it sound like I'm talking <laughs> shit about the Dutch. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna with with precision. Uh, Slicing and 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 combining of 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 very small, granular size sound files. You're gonna be very racist at the beginning. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. Um. That is that is the episode. That's what I got. So. I cannot wait to find out what you have for me next month. You know, you've set a bar <laughs> with this one. I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna go into the I'm gonna go into deep dive mode, and I'm gonna find something great. I will find I will find something that will be just as um, informative as this was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't set too high of a bar for yourself. Hey, I mean, listen. The only way you get better is by you know increasing your expectations every time, right? So like I outperformed on this one so now the next one's got to be even better it would be hard to not increase my <laughs> expectations <laughs> on what is clearly a ripoff of the thing <laughs> all right um that is it thanks for listening everyone um have a good week yes yes <laughs>